we'll do is we'll go live right now and we'll continue this conversation because it's fascinating. I love it. And for those people that weren't listening, they will have no idea what they missed, but we'll try to give them a recap. And in that case, maybe they will know what they missed. I don't know. But it's fun to be in the room, I have to tell you, and it's good to see you all. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is our 157th meeting. Right now, we're calling the show our current event show, and you are welcome. Just remember, everything you hear today is an opinion, and we'll be talking about whatever anybody on the panel wants to talk about and some of the news stories that I have. Before you arrived, just to recap, we were talking about Taylor Swift, and now we're talking about the sphere. And Fred, take it away. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh-oh. Sorry. Did I lose Sorry. No, oh, there you are. No, I was just saying, we were having a very lively discussion about the sphere in, in Robert Scoville's Backlounge a couple weeks ago. I missed last week, so I don't know what they talked about last week, but supposedly the speaker systems in there are not conducive to being time aligned with people playing on the stage, playing live. Hmm. So they're going to have a big, they're going to have an issue there when people go to expect to hear good sound and they're not going to be able to because of the, um, the way the place is designed and built actually. And then the other, the other um, issue that supposedly about is about this place is that it's, not sustainable how i mean even youtube is supposed to be like the first band in there right they're gonna yeah. play youtube has got you yeah. youtube has got a residency there okay well and it's gonna go through it's gonna let me just say it's gonna go through the f1 race which is you i i just don't know how las vegas is gonna handle all that's going on right now especially as they close down the strip and the roads to the strip how are people going to get to the sphere to see you you know, did Elon Musk create a, a helicopter drone service to drop people off? How is that working? Well, supposedly the Boring Company has been uh, working in Vegas, so there is there is more than just the tunnel between what the the convention center and whatever it was. Is it was open for NAB a couple of years ago? There's supposedly a new route. But anyway, to well, get back, I, I think that if they wanted to go to the Sphere, I think the best plan of action would be to. Um, park over there at the convention center and catch the train over to the link. And then you could just walk right there. That would be the best way to get there without having to be in traffic. But anyways, but the, but the, but is, is it going to be sustainable? So so let's say YouTube plays for 18 Well, they months. said that it's fe it features 164,000 speakers and the sound system is going to be delivered through the, all the floorboards as well. Well, I understand that. I just think that the floors and the and the, and the seats, just like the love thing. But there's 164,000 doesn't doesn't account for 18,600 seats. There's obviously other speakers involved, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. There's there's got to be other speakers that are hidden everywhere. Right. So yes. Yeah, my understanding is, is this is a multi-use venue. It's not going to just be used for concerts. They're going to be, and it's going to be the most immersive building in the world that's ever been built until they build a second one, which they're building in London, I hear. So, um, but my understanding is this, uh, having worked with you two, they're not going to do anything unless it's right. If they don't have the sound right, yeah. I would say that they are not going to be playing. And because they've already they've already gotten involved in this and they're committed, 
I would assume that that building is going to have state-of-the-art sound by the time you two gets, even if they have to put in new fly points and bring in another system. Uh, it really doesn't matter. I haven't seen the inside of the building, but I will be seeing it when I get back to Las Vegas. That's one of my, I, I will be getting inside there. But I hear that they have, like as Tina said, 184,000 speakers or maybe more. Um, that's a lot of people talking at the same time. 184 yeah. uh, no oh no speakers i mean uh, you know the kind of things that you listen to music from not not actually public speakers um but that would be a lot just like us you know but the reality is it's, it's, it's only so, going to so. feature 304 parking spaces there and that's what i say like people actually really just should park at the convention center and catch the train over because it's much easier for you well and that's that that's to finish the story is so Okay, let's say you sell it out. You two sells it out for eighteen months at eighteen thousand yeah. six hundred seats a night for with only three hundred four parking spaces. With only three hundred four parking spaces, that's a lot of <laughs> carpooling going on. That's a lot of carpooling. <laughs> and then, and then you two leaves, and the next person comes in. Okay, well, are, is it sustainable? Even with you two in the building, is it going to be sustainable? For what what it's costing to build that place, the cost oh, overruns has already gone over. What did it, there was some article that came out a couple of weeks ago. It's already like a billion and a half dollars over budget, and they're not done yet. And oh, like wow. you just said, and like you just said, Jan, let's say you two walks in and goes, "Hey, the sound's not right in here." Now they got to put another sound system in here. How are they going to do that? It's good to have that kind of money. That's all I could say. You know, and and <laughs> you know, time. time. Oh, and you, you know, know what? I just read that they're actually going to make a stop for the Las Vegas monorail at the, between the Sphere and Venetian so people can park somewhere else and catch it down. You see, that would be a brilliant idea. And, yeah. and I, I'm surprised that they thought of it. Me because too. Because it's a brilliant idea. That was my thought. <laughs> you know? But you know, Josh, this could be your place to come see uh, Taylor Swift. You know, I know you were going to, you know, I know you want to go to the parking lot in Illinois to see her, but, uh, you know. <laughs> so what's yep. the, what's it like getting a ticket for Taylor Swift? Right now, if you want more seats, like everybody wants, they're going between thirty five hundred and fifty five hundred dollars. Um, everything else is anywhere from like the nosebleeds way on top, or going for like two fifty down to up to anywhere from two fifty to three grand, depending on where you want to go. Yeah, the nosebleed in L.A is twelve hundred dollars yeah how and is that possible not, and that's not including parking you know all that you know your parking and everything down there because you're gonna have to pay for parking too so i mean 75 dollar beers yep but you know no. they're still in white claws because all all the all the women that go there are like their white claw apparently so every concert she's had she's had white claw at. i'm sorry say that again so every concert that she's had, they have beer, but they have uh, like hard seltzers, like White Claw or Truly's there. Oh, 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 hard seltzer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, could you believe the prices? I mean, prices are getting crazy. And Tina, I don't know if you know this, but they just showed, what movie did they show? I think uh, they just showed a movie at, at Allegiant Stadium for the season ticket holders. Did you hear about that? I guess not. She's silent, so she probably didn't hear about it. But I heard that they had rented out Allegiant Stadium to show a movie. And I think it was, oh, I know what it was. It was Top Gun. 
and they let people, you know, lounge on the lawn or the, actually it's the field, um, and they were watching the movie. And a friend of mine said he'd gotten in for free. And so he picked up, you know, he bought three beers and a Coke. And it said, he said it cost him something like 65 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I <don't> <laughs> Remember when we, uh, when I took you to the Raiders game, Jan? Yeah. You, uh, like, you want a slice of pizza? And I was like, no, it's probably like 12 bucks. And the guy in front of us said, he turned around, he said, no, it's 15 or something. Yeah. Or a slice. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, here where I am right now, uh, for $15, you can get about, uh, I don't know, 10 pizzas, you know, of course, they're Thai pizza. Uh, so <clears throat> what can I say? Sure, anyway, I mean, really good. And that's really good pizza, Thai pizza. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the way, speaking of legends, you know, of you two and, um, and of course, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, we just lost uh, Tina Turner this afternoon. 83 years old. I heard she had some uh, health, you know, serious health issues. I guess it wasn't like instantaneous death. It was, you know, she'd been going through this. What didn't she have a, a liver replaced? Is that, I think. I don't know. The re article I saw this afternoon was that she died Tuesday, which would have been yesterday in Switzerland. In Switzerland, yes, yes. Yeah, 83 it years old. Kidneys. It was her Someone kidneys. Said, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 83 years old, she lived a, a, a very, you know, f fulfilling life. I mean, she brought a lot of entertainment to the world. Um, you know, great, uh, great songs, great singer, great performance. Um, you know, um, it was, you know, what's love got to yeah. do with it? You know, how many hey, times have I said that? I just have a real quick question just to go back to the sphere uh, for David. Um, David, have you seen the uh, the spherical studios in Burbank? The mini sphere that they built out there? No, that I heard about all it. The production for right. the Las Vegas sphere? Right, I heard about it. I heard that they- It's like 100 feet tall or something? It's got the immersive sound in the studio, but I don't know anything else about other than what I read. Okay, I was just wondering, okay. Yeah. Well, a lot's going on in Las Vegas. I'm gonna turn to Tina now for the next story which has to do with a baseball team coming to uh, Las Vegas. What do you know about it, Tina? Aha, she doesn't know anything. No, she does. I know she's there somewhere. She's muted. That's yeah. what it is. All right, here <laughs> we go. They, I said they reached an agreement to bring the athletics to um, the Las Vegas this morning. Yeah, basically to, uh, what Lombardo. it's going to be now, what they're going to do now is they're going to uh, they're going to actually bring it up as far as the legislation, because I believe they have to pass it. The governor, the uh, the, the Oakland um, A's and uh, the legislature are going to be voting on it right now. Uh, so I have a feeling we're going to have a baseball team. So now we're going to have a baseball team. We've got a uh, women's basketball team. The we're going to have a soccer the team. NBA champs last year. And yep. we're working on it again for back-to-backs. And then also, don't forget, Vegas Golden Knights are up 3-0 to zero versus Dallas. They're one step closer to going to the second trip to the Stanley, final, Stanley Cup Finals. And we're wow, working, that's pretty we're amazing. Put, where would they put the baseball team in, Dallas, in Vegas? They have to build uh, a new they're they're tearing that. down the uh, the Tropicana, Tropicana yeah. Hotel. Oh, they are on the corner there of Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard. It's on the southeast side. Yep, right across the street from Excalibur. 
baseball diamond there then. Yeah. County counter corner from um, MGM right across the street. Is it going to be an enclosed stadium or are they going to have it open? Wow, that's a good question. We'll, we'll uh, it's going to have a retractable roof. <laughs> okay. Well, it should because it's so hot during the summer here. But, I mean, I guess it's different in Summerlin um, where the, mi- the, the, the minor team plays. It doesn't get as hot as it, as it does right on the strip. Well, it's uh, you know when you when you when you, there's no quibbling the sun, huh? between <laughs> 110 degrees and 118 degrees. That's still <laughs> mighty hot, mighty hot to say the least. You know, like holy shit, is it hot? You know, that's kind of that's the kind of heat we're talking about. You know, but you know, people who live in the desert know about it. I mean, Fred, you know about what it's like to be hot. You know, have the weather outside hot. It's pretty warm right now. Yeah. And by the way, I heard that they just made a deal between uh, Arizona and Nevada and California uh, with the water, where they're going to be able to uh, maintain some water rights. And they're basically working on a way how to uh, diminish the fact of the drought. Mm -hmm. What does that say, Fred? 96. It's 96 degrees outside right now. That's on, 96. Top, on top of my house. That's my, my weather right. station. Outside. And it's May. So imagine October, yeah. I mean, uh, August and July. Wait until, wait until June 21st. It'll go up. It'll go up 10 degrees on the first day of summer. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's just so hot. I hope it doesn't get that hot in Las Vegas. But what is the temperature in Las Vegas, Tina? I think like 90, 92 where I'm at. See, Fred, we're no slouch where it comes to hot weather in Las Vegas. Uh, my I car, you guys I just, are right on par. You, I know exactly where you are. I just drove in and my car said 98 degrees. Oh, down south there. It probably was. It probably is hot there because the weather is different in like that midsection of Las Vegas where I'm in North Las Vegas. And for me, it's 92. Yeah, that's, um, what did I, I'm, I know I'm just looking at it right here. Uh, okay, I, I told you about the athletics. Okay, but there is something about Arizona and I can't seem to find it in my notes, but maybe we'll come back to it. Um, Ken Porter just walked into the room, ladies and gentlemen, and someone had a question for Ken Porter. Uh, who was it that had a question for Ken Porter? Uh, was it Wayne? Oh, it could have been. I just was wondering if Ken. Well, we're of- welcome to Wayne's Corner. We're here in Wayne's Corner right now. I thought this so- was Wayne's World. <laughs> no, Wayne's World right, is something yeah. else. We, 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 yeah, we you know, we have to be very careful of copyright infringement here. But Wayne's Corner. <laughs> I won the Monopoly this morning. Three bucks. All right. How about Wayne's Hemisphere? <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome to Australia and the walkabout. Speaking of copyright infringement and whatever, did anybody hear about the Taco Tuesday being won by Taco Bell? So people yes. no longer, no bars and restaurants can no longer have Taco Tuesday on their restaurants, on their marquees, anything. It's yeah. all copyrighted. They had to re, regain back there. No, was it, wasn't that an Australian company that first did it? And... Uh, back in the 80s and then they no longer really selling much they just own the name and then 
I guess Taco Bell tried to get it so that anybody can use it. I didn't know Taco Bell was going to own it. I thought it was. No, they, they've been they've been trying to get it back. I guess for for years they went to court and they won. Okay, I didn't quite hear it that way, so I, I'm curious. What about what about Cinco de Mayo? Is there a problem with that too? Not yet. Michael Jackson's gone. Well, then may the fourth be with you. That's all I could say. That's it. That's it for those people. But anyway, um, speaking of Taco Bell, did you hear about Starbucks? Starbucks is changing its ice cubes. And it made I how does how does a company changing the shape of its ice cubes make the news? But it made the news. Customers who order cold beverages will now sip on nugget ice in their drinks from which is now smaller than the chain's original shape of the ice cubes. Has anybody seen them smaller ice cubes yet? What, what, what is their reasoning? It's Starbucks, they could do it, you know? You know, it's crazy how they get people to spend $4.50 for a cup of coffee. It blows my mind, you know? I mean, well, here, it's crazy. <laughs> the smaller ice cubes no, gonna... make, make the drink cold faster. Because yeah, there's more surface, more surface area. area. Yep. So anyway, Wayne, back to your question to Ken Porter. Go ahead. Uh, Ken, I was just wondering if you supplied any production to the um, the King's concert the other day. King's concert? Like in, you mean Elvis played in the other day? No, no, no. The one in, the, in, 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 in England. Oh, I didn't. I don't even know who did. I figure, I thought Britt Rowe did, but I'm not sure who did. And I, I did I did do some picture searching and found that the VTXs were ground stacked and the top delays were L acoustics, but I could I think the main ones were L acoustics, but I couldn't see. I just went Googling away and looking at every picture and you just couldn't find all the pictures. <laughs> but I did find it. Hadn't paid any attention to it. Although well, we're, we're two weeks out from Infocom. How many of you are going to that? Yeah, let's talk about Infocom, okay? system in the theater there. Say that again, Ken, because we you you were blocked out. L Acoustics is going to show their L two system in the theater at the convention center, so they have that so, one. Go here. Now, are you going to are you are you going to be going to Infocom? Yes. Okay, so let's talk about what Infocom is for those people who don't know. What is Infocom? It is a trade show that is sponsored by um, a contracting audio video lighting contracting association that <clears throat> helps get contracting. There is classes about how to do contracting, how to do stuff, how to get certifications and everything on different products. And then now, isn't that how Sheldon Adelson made his money? Didn't he own it originally and sold it, Dave? Mm. I don't know that one. I think David Dansky might know the answer to this. You're muted, David. You're muted, David. He he owned the computer show. What, that was Infocom. I believe no, it was no, that. No, no, not a, not at all. It was Com something or other. Comdex. Comdex. That's what it was. He owned. Comdex. Oh, that's what it was. And he sold it to the Japanese for billions, and then it died like two years later. 
Yeah. Anyway, so Infocom is in Orlando this year, and I've had quite a few people ask me if I was going to Infocom, and I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm I'm really torn between going and not going. And I guess those are my only two choices, going or not going. There's no third choice involved. So um, I was going to put it up to the panel. What do you think? Well, you're not an integrator, are you? You're a no, seller. but it's more than integration. A lot of there hasn't been a good trade show in over a year. And there's a lot of sound companies, a lot of uh, production companies showing up at this. Yeah, from my understanding, this is going to the largest attendance of the AV industry um, in, you know, 10 years. It's this is so many people are talking about going to this show. Um, I've heard from all my manufacturers that they all want to meet me. And uh, now Ken Porter is going to be there. So that's a reason. And one of my other vendors, um, Meyer Sound, uh, has invited me as well. They, they're they introducing something as well. They're gonna have a booth there, uh, I believe. And uh, Harmon is definitely gonna have a huge presence. Martin Lighting is going to have a presence there and they've invited me. So um, I'm really debating whether or not I wanna go to Orlando for a couple of days uh, before I go back to Las Vegas. Well, you know that Yamaha is going to um, premiere a new console at the show. And you will see the Digico Q8 at the show. So there can be a lot of stuff to go see. Well, that's, you know, that's a that's that's some good news. But the, the most so far, the the highlight of what you've said, what what I would want to see if I went to the show uh, would be Ken Porter. That would be the highlight. Same here. You know, I, I could always read about the rest. Uh, you know, the problem is with you is that you're there's hardly anything to read about you, and I think that's a good thing. You know, <laughs> you know, and I would love to see you. You know, there's a few stories on Ken on the on the on the um, on the on the Google. Well, the interesting thing is there's going to be some interesting parties as well, and when you get a guy like Ken Porter. Uh, how many dinner invitations do you have at this moment in time? Four. Yeah, only four, see? So um, you could eat two meals a night uh, if you could time it right. You know, that's it. But these, but manufacturers really, uh, if you've never been to a, a, a convention and a manufacturer wants a wine and dine you, they really pull out all the stops on this and they rent restaurants and, you know, all you can drink, all you could eat. And it's usually, you know, not the cheap uh, McDonald's. It's usually, you know, the, the, the five-star restaurants that they do this is. I remember one meal in particular where they took us all out for full lobster dinners, you know, and that was a Digico meal. So that was great for those people that eat lobster. And that was in Las Vegas? Uh, that was in Las Vegas. That's correct. It was in Las Vegas. So, so. did your Torah say that was okay to eat that? Uh, well, you know, basically in the old day when they wrote the Torah and they wrote the Bible and they wrote all of these religious books that we live by today, um, they did not have refrigeration. 
Today, they've got something called refrigeration. And because they have a freezer, not only refrigeration, but they can freeze stuff, there is no rules whatsoever why you can't eat anything that you don't want to eat. Now, personally, I don't eat hoof, I don't eat hoofs any longer. You know, hoof, F-O-O-Fs, you know, I won't eat any hoofs. Even though there are some dishes, like in Brazil, like fajuada, which I recommend highly against it if they have hooves in it. You know, so uh, don't eat the fajuada with hooves. All right? so Just so you know. Aren't you the person that had got sick from eating shrimp in the desert in Las Vegas? Absolutely. It was a shrimp salad, and it was a horrible experience. And I found out something, that the actual, the military and the CIA actually use, uh, even the Russians do this, uh, they use a poison that is a derivative of bad seafood. And it's the most effective poison there is uh, against your enemies. And so, yeah, it's a serious, getting seafood poisoning is a serious, uh, you know, condition, uh, you know, uh, it was hard. Seafood poisoning is bad, but seafood is supposedly particularly bad. I can vouch for it. Uh, you know, I, I can vouch for it. You know, um, going back to what's, you know, really bad. By the way, Fred, we were talking this, and I, I just found this story a little bit. But if I, they, they're expecting huge heat waves this year. Huge El Nino is back in the picture, you know. That little boy is coming, and he's going to bring a lot of heat with him. And they say that a heat wave or blackout of Phoenix, which is possible this year, that nearly 800,000 residents would need emergency medical care for heat stroke and other illnesses if there was an extended power, power failure. I'm sure Las Vegas would be the same. Do you have any condition or any uh, precaution if that happens? Or are you going to be one of those 800,000? I have a solar system. Very good. I'm and okay. that causes a lot of a lot of cool air, right? The heat. Yeah, but solar system as in like in Monty Python, when you take the took the solar day, you got 50 million days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I missed the solar system song. Yep, yep. So and also, you know, like right now in Mexico, are you are you following this news right now that there's this um volcano? that is uh, bubbling up right now. It's, 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 it's delayed flights in and out of Mexico City. Uh, it's, they've closed down schools. And basically they're saying that this volcano could affect 25 million people living around uh, Mexico City because it's only 45 miles south of Mexico City. Has anybody heard about that? Anybody affected by that? No, I know about that mountain that uh, Popoca Papetal is called. That's right. And and they've, I mean, when when the Aztecs built the city there, they knew that that mountain was alive. So that's why they prayed to it. And uh, it is what it is, you know, they built Mexico City around it. And one day, just like Mammoth Mountain could blow up, it could blow up. It's the earth. Now, why would Mammoth Mountain blow up what is that what's the story of mammoth mountain that's the largest volcanic whatever that's called on the world it's it's like a third of the state of california it's huge and it's rumbling all the time now i had no idea that mammoth mountain was a volcano yeah what was the big one that that let go 
in the like the seventies or something? Mount St. Helens. St. Helens, yeah. Oof. That was up by where Kurt. That's up by where Kurt is, right in Washington, right? Yeah, on the border between Washington and Oregon. Yeah, but uh, Kurt can't be here today because he's working a gig. He's uh, working a gig in uh, Bend, Oregon, I believe. So you know, congratulations to Kurt. You know. So uh, anybody, uh, anybody uh, being affected by Netflix yet with the password sharing? It's going to affect us for sure. I don't know what's going on. I signed out of all of my accounts yesterday just to, I was going to do a refresh and now I can't get back in on anything. All of my Apple TV boxes are offline. Wow. What do you think that is? I don't know. All I did was went in and just said, I, I looked at the list of stuff that was on there and I went, there was one computer on there that I didn't recognize. So I just said, I'll just deactivate them all. I know what I just, I just changed the password. I'll just go back in and put the password back in. No problem. None of my, I have five Apple TV boxes. Not on the log on. Wow. Well, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You know, one thing, one thing that I just, uh, I use a company called Surfshark as a VPN and they just introduced a dedicated IP address so that, you know, historically speaking, use a VPN, you're sharing it with everybody on their network. But now they're offering dedicated VPNs, and now I have my own VPN through them, and it's amazing. So if you guys use VPN, you might want to think of using a dedicated VPN with your own IP address. First of all, it's super fast. I can't believe how fast it is. And second of all, it it fools all of the vendors or all of the websites you go to because you're the only one using that vpn so it believes it's a true vpn it doesn't believe that it's a it is a um uh um a commercial vpn it believes that that's really where you are and that is phenomenal so if you guys do any traveling you might want to think about it and uh by the way um i have a link believe it or not that they gave me um that if we you you use it we we both get something i think we both get a free month so it's very cool um but the network password sharing the reason i bring up the vpn is because i i read an article in lifehacker and not that I'm uh, promoting this article, but if you Google Lifehacker Netflix sharing, I believe they have a story there that shows how you could use a VPN to fool Netflix, you know? So I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying it's there. And that was my opinion. Just remember, everything you hear today is an opinion. If you have any comments about that, put it in the uh, put it in the comment section. And by the way, click the like button right now, seeing you're already at your computer, and uh, you know share the links with people so that they know we're doing this. Um, so that's great on any of the social media where you're watching this. All right, so, Tina. Uh, Tina, how do you feel about the uh, hockey game last night, where uh, the the Dallas guy got ejected for? Uh, Choking. <laughs> Tried to kill one of your players. Yeah. <laughs> it's hockey. What's wrong with that? You know, really? the hockey guys, you know, they, they fight more than anybody, any other sport I've seen. So uh, they've had uh, uh, interactions prior to last night's game. I guess it was just all building up. So, so if you start watching – you start watching Oakland and see how bad that team is this year, and you're going to get them next year. 
Well, their um, minor league team out here is much better. <laughs> and by the way, Oakland is saving themselves up for when they become a, a Las Vegas team. Uh, and, and by the way, history has shown that every team that moves to Las Vegas or gets created in Las Vegas does quite well in their first It'll be interesting to see if they're still uh, be doing their spring training here in Arizona. They took over uh, the old Cubby Park over in Mesa at Ho again. That's where the athletics play now. Well, uh, the, the Golden Knights basically had a prime opportunity because they could pick players off of any team in the league and, and build their team out of uh, players that weren't um, that they wanted out of any other team. So you lost a lot of players that came to there, they were great the first year because they had players that couldn't be protected. Yeah. Well, didn't they used to, didn't they used to do all the spring training down in Florida? They still do. It's, it's kind of split between Arizona and Florida. Do. A couple of places. Yeah. And they got to be careful right now because now it's hurricane season. So, um, you know, I guess Arizona doesn't have many hurricanes, do they? No, and you're gonna have info calm during a hurricane. Woohoo! Training is over. Yeah, you guys get monsoons instead. Yeah, I guess Orlando. I guess Orlando would be in the hurricane belt. Come to think of it, you know. We get so, we get the boobs. Yeah, and and by the way, their governor just made an announcement today that he was going to run for president. Um, and he did it on Twitter, which I thought was the strangest thing <coughs> for someone to run for a uh, major office and do an announcement to such a limited audience on Twitter. And Twitter, I don't even know what Twitter Spaces is. And I am, uh, you know, I'm pretty much uh, knowledgeable about social media. And then it turns out that I read that they had technical issues. So uh, it didn't happen the way they planned on it. But, but I don't forget, know much more about it. Elon Musk, you know, put $40 billion into this thing. He wants to try and make the platform worthy of note. You know, this is a big deal for his platform. Forget whether he himself actually is behind anybody. He says he's not. Obviously, he's behind the Republicans, but he says he's not backing anybody yet. But this is a Twitter thing for him. This was, you know, a businessman trying to get his platform out there. Yeah, but didn't, didn't, didn't Elon just give Twitter to somebody else? Elon's focusing more back on on Tesla now. He's, yeah, he's he still owns it. He's just not. He the owns CEO it. But he's anymore. not. He's not running it. He's not doing. Well, that. actually, the person who's running it now is specializes in advertisement, and the idea was is he wanted to sell more ads, so they got somebody. I forgot. I forgot what company she came from. I think she came from NBC, and she specializes in in selling ads. That was her. That's her functionality, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to build up the the money, but right now. According to everything that I've read, he paid he paid uh, 40, 40 billion and now it's worth twenty billion. And it's and people are people are moving from it in droves because basically now he's taken off the blue check marks of the legitimate the legitimate people who own it. And now anybody could buy a check mark for eight dollars a month. And a lot of people are are scamming people by buying, you know, like let's just say uh, it would be CNN would have a check mark. Now somebody bought the name CNN TV 
and it has a check mark, and people think it's the real CNN, but in reality, it's not. And it's many, many companies that that's happened to. Uh, so it's a, it's a challenge. Example, a perfect example of that is that picture of the Pentagon blowing up. Oh yeah, or the day before that had a check mark on it, and that's one of the reasons the stock market fell because they believed it. So he's really screwed up by making those check marks arbitrary. I think he's done a lot of things wrong, uh, but right now there's very little alternative other than Facebook. And, you know, Facebook, my God, they just got fined by the Euro nation, something like a billion dollars, and they're laughing. They're saying billion dollars, that's nothing, you know? Um, and all they're doing is stealing your information. That's it. You know, they're stealing your information. And that's why they got fined. And they nobody gives it. They got fined because they took the European information and gave it to the, the uh, North American databases. And they're not supposed to do that. That's what the fine was for. Yeah, but still they're stealing information. They're stealing your information. Now, when I say your information, you might think that I'm only talking about the people from the Euro nations, but they're stealing it. I mean, look, if you're not paying for something, then you're the product. That's all there is to it, you know? And we are the product of Facebook. and. You don't, I mean, right now it's really a challenge because so many people that are not of our worldly status that live on Facebook and depend on Facebook to communicate with their friends and family. And I just read an article or something about how social media is, is putting our children, uh, I don't have any children, but our children as a colloquial whole, that they're putting it in great depression. These people are, 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 de are depressed and committing suicide in record numbers. And it's because of peer pressure on these social media groups. Yeah, you know, I bet you everybody right now is thinking about their first friend, Tom, on MySpace, wishing they never left him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, doesn't that, doesn't that guy, Austin Kusher now own, uh, is that his name, Austin Kushner? Austin Kushner. Yeah. Yeah, he owns it now, and I guess uh, I, I, if if you didn't mention it, I wouldn't have thought of it. You know, it's not my first go-to place, but you know, I know that Bo, you know, she lives. I mean, the first thing she does when she wakes up in the morning is she checks her Facebook page to see what her friends are doing. And I see it firsthand how she's affected when she gets a negative comment or she sees one of her other friends post something that she doesn't like or like one of our friends is now in Europe and she makes comments to, about it and it, it definitely affects her. And it's really a serious matter um, about what's going on in social media. Doesn't she kiss you first thing in the morning and wake you up and say, good morning, Dan? <laughs> We can't talk about what she really does first thing in the morning here because it's a family show. You know, let's talk it like that, you know. But believe me, she's a, she's a wonderful woman, and I am extremely happy. Coming back to the industry question, you had said earlier that Meyer was showing a new box. So they've got the Leo Lion Leopard, and now they started into Panther. What would they call the next box? 
I have no idea. It's strange because they went from they went from calling stuff by their uh, family names, you know, like yep. the Milo, the the Mina, you know, that kind of stuff. And I don't know what they're showing. And I, I mean, their new stuff could be could be the, uh, you know, part of the Panther series. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I really have no clue on all of what it, of what they're showing. I haven't been spending that much time figuring it all out. Well, I, I'm gonna uh, go with I'm gonna go with Cougar, <laughs> but it's not sort of the P. <laughs> well, why would it have to be a P? Because Panther's a P. Leo Lion Leopard was L. This is the word. Oh, I see what you're P. saying. Yeah, it could be Cougar, but the P is silent. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, you can't tell them how to spell it, you know, you know. Yep. I, um, we passed on the uh, NHL draft thing in Nashville later in, in, in June because they expect that they want all Panther boxes flown in a truss grid, one box above every, every table for all the team, the 32 teams. That's right. a lot of work. It's why that's a lot of rigging points. That's a ton yeah. of rigging. Is there, is there a building that has that many rigging points? Well, they're doing it in the arena floor in Nashville. Well, how would they do that? Well, they'll hang steel grid, I mean, aluminum grid with that, and then hang every box on the grid with lighting and everything else. Wow, that's, a, that's, an, that's an ambitious project. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the production manager for that show. I'm glad I didn't bid it and do it. Yeah. No. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy world. By the way, did you hear, I know this has nothing to do with anything, but the Eagles Hotel California tour just, it's grossed over $250 million just in North America. Oh, wow. Do, do people still think that the Hotel California is a real hotel? It's, if it's not, it should be, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I because we all know it's Figueroa, not. The, is it the Hotel Figueroa, the Hotel California? No, Hotel California is a a, a rehab uh, facility. Well, you know, I mean, it, it would be very. If you think about it, Hotel California would be very profitable for wherever anybody own it because uh, you can check out, but you could never leave, you know, so they still get you with the ancillary rights and you're buying a lot of expensive dinners and drinks. It's like really. a mental institution. Yeah, that's, that's why you can't check out. Well, it's the not picture a real of the hotel. album looks really it's not a hotel. Like Figueroa Hotel down on Figueroa Street. No, it's yeah. Hotel it, Figueroa. It's, Talking it's about a, a mental institution, a did you hear the story right now that's breaking right now? That I, I mean, this is a staggering story to me that more than 450 adult Catholic clergymen abused over 2,000 children in the state of Illinois over a period of almost 90 years that just came out. That's an average of 4.4 children per clergymen. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's beyond belief. Well, how many decades, you know, are people alive? Well, 90 years would be what, uh, eight decades? I mean, that's crazy. So one every, one every 20 years? Well, 4.4 per person, you know, that's it. You do the math. You know, 
I mean, that's all I could say is that, you know, I mean, the worst part about me is I got hit with a ruler. That was it. You know, I guess I wasn't that desirable. Bummer. All right. Well, anyway, um, moving on. A good Jewish boy going to a Catholic school. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, that was where they, they had better. They had better crackers. You know, I liked it there. You know, it said the wafers were very tasty, you know, and they let you drink wine, whereas, uh, you know, where I went, not so much, you know, plus yeah. you could eat seafood. You know, that's what I like about it. You know, Italian food was my favorite, you know, Chinese food every every Sunday. There you go. That was what it was like growing yeah, up in New York. Fish every Friday. No, we had chicken every Friday night. It was chicken soup. Dave, what about you? You're from New York. Sunday. Chinese food on Sunday, of course. That's Chinese food on Sunday, chicken soup on Friday. Well, I don't remember the chicken soup part. I definitely know about the Chinese food on Sunday, though. What about the weekends? Did you have appetite? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, locks and bagels. What do they call that? Uh, they, they have a name starts with an A. I, I don't know, but... Uh, we I'll just, think about it. Maybe next week I'll, I'll, I'll mention it. My family wasn't that religious, even though we, when we did go, we went to Orthodox. But uh, we celebrated the major holidays, and that was it. Nothing yeah. else. No, there was a uh, there, uh, appet- a- it wasn't appetizers, but it consisted of you know locks, you know, which is smoked salmon, bagels, uh, cream cheese, uh, white fish. That was uh, breakfast. Capers. Yeah, so capers. Like mm. Onions. Have- so were you a CEO? Christmas and Easter only. No, I believe in every gift-giving holiday. What are you talking about? You know, you name a gift-giving holiday, I'm I'm there. You know, whatever it is, Festivus. I saw a church a sign on a church uh, sign. I saw a saying on a church sign the other day that said, "A man walked into a bar and it hurt." <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a sign the other day, you know, screaming, oh, my God, in bed, you know, uh, is not the same as going to church. That's it. That's what I heard, you know. Might be a religious experience, but not one that the church <laughs> condones. <laughs> I thought the Catholic Church condoned that. Yeah. Anyway, um, have you been getting any spam calls lately? It just announced that uh, 48 state attorney generals are suing this company called Avid Telecom. It just happened yesterday. And the company, listen to this, the company's responsible for billions of illegal spam calls, billions with a B, including calls to phone numbers on the Do Not Disturb registry. I think that Do Not Disturb registry is a bunch of crap. I mean, nobody pays attention to that. Do you guys have your numbers registered on the Do Not Disturb registry? Sure. I've had it for 50 years and it doesn't make a bit of difference. It makes no difference whatsoever. I feel like they stole the list and just call everybody anyway. Oh, we have everybody on the list now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's you have a property for sale these days. You got a property registered with the state. I don't know how they get those phone numbers, but man, my I get at least three phone calls or two different texts every day every day about you know today i got one the guy says hey uh your property is in foreclosure we could help you know and i said what the hell you know uh, you should see all the uh the, the mail you get from realtors 
<laughs> and I'm constantly. You know, well, thank God, away. Tina, you screened that out for me. I love it. You know, I love that you screened that out. You oh know? my gosh, you get so many cards and business cards and flyers regarding, and everybody's trying to brag how they can sell your house. You know. Yeah, you know, it's and the ridiculous. interesting thing is everybody knows somebody that sells real estate so why would somebody out of the clear blue sky think that you're going to take their call and have enough faith in them to think that they're going to be your realtor you know i think about that 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 one line from seinfeld where where george is laying on the floor and kramer just answered the phone and he was supposed to be vandalay industry and jerry seinfeld walks in sees kramer lying uh sees uh, george lying on the floor and says and you want to be my latex salesman that's how i feel about those real estate agents and you want to be my real estate agent what are you joking you know you know i mean yeah. everybody knows somebody yeah, it's it's such a waste of money. That's all I see when I see it. Just yeah. wasted money every week of constant paper and stamps get, for nothing. I get calls and emails and all the stuff, even letters from people that offer crazy money because they're trying to park money outside of the stock market in the real estate. And it's become a mess trying to get that done. Has anybody heard anything about the debt ceiling? I haven't heard about anything today. I've been incommunicado, uh, but has it, have they have they passed anything yet? Not that I've heard. I haven't. I haven't. Nothing I've heard. They're in stall mate right now or steel mate. Yeah, they said it. it uh, as of two hours ago, the debt ceiling negotiations continue as default deadline looms. Well, everybody knows what it means. And, you know, but you got some crazy, I mean, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb, say, and I'm going to call these people crazy, although it is my opinion. I mean, Mar Marjorie Toilet Green, I mean, Taylor Green. Um, I mean, I don't get her. I don't get this guy, Matt Gates. I just don't understand them. I don't under, I, 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 it's beyond me. I mean, I would think that if I was in, if I was in, uh, in any kind of investigative uh, position, I would investigate these guys to make sure they're not getting money from our enemies like China or Russia. It just seems like that's where they, that's those are the people that must be supporting these people. I can't imagine their constituents, uh, you know, believe in, in in half this nonsense that that QAnon has poured into them. What do you think? Do you think the people really believe what they're saying? Wayne, you know, you're from Australia. No, I don't know. Do you think that – I have a question, but do you think that um, China is actually an enemy? enemy? Do you think the majority of the people there are just friendly? Well, I think right now that China um, is, is basically dependent on the United States, and the United States is dependent on China. There's no doubt about it. Financially, we are dependent on each other. No, no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. We're, we're very dependent on China, and China is very dependent on, on, on us. And China has befriended Russia. But did you hear what happened today? That now they're talking, I, I guess, somebody, I mean, there was a big fire at the Russian Defense Bureau. Did you guys hear about this? New one to me. Yeah. Anti-German, uh, Russian uh, dissidents, like, going up against stuff and there's really like killing a lot of stuff going on in Russia. 
Yeah. And they're saying now, they're saying now, I just heard this, this, this guy who is a Russian who's involved in the Russian military. I think he's with the Wagner group. And uh, he's basically saying now that because the Ukrainians have built up such a military presence that it's possible now that there could be a revolution inside Russia to change the whole Russian, Russian way of thinking. And, and they would be, you know, they would move more towards the West because the people that want Russia to move to the West now might have a, a, an opportunity to come in and take over control and power of the country. That would be a great thing that can happen. I mean, you got to think That'd that Putin nice. really misjudged what happened. Uh, you know, I mean, and we're all I watching think, what's happening. I think Putin overplayed his card. Um, I have a friend of mine who knows as a relative that's living in Ukraine and said that Ukraine was actually preparing way in advance before Russia even was letting on because they knew it was just a matter of time before Russia was going to invade. So they were building up their defense systems. They were building everything up. And I think Putin figured, oh, I can just march in there without firing a shot, take it over, and they're not going to care. They're going to lay down. And I think he got his hand handed to him. And um, I know uh, my cousin, he was uh, in the military. He was over in seas. Um, I can't really say a whole lot, but he said, yeah, there's even people inside Russia that are part of that that said, yeah, they, they're sick of Putin because he's getting innocent lives killed for no reason because it's a useless war. That's what they're saying over there. Well, when you see that city of Bakhmarut, I think that's how I might be pronouncing it wrong. It's, it's, I, it was, it's staggering disaster. It's staggering devastation, you know? And, and no matter how you cut it, they can't, every, every apartment building seems to be destroyed. It couldn't all be a, a military operation. They've had to kill plenty of civilians. It, it's just crazy what's going on over there. I mean, I think this could be a turning point in, in the world. Don't forget, I mean, you guys, look at it. when Trump was president, Putin felt he could, could do whatever he wanted to do, and the U.S. wouldn't raise a whisper. So everybody else, including the Ukraine, was saying, we better get our shit together because this guy is going to allow Russia to do whatever he wants. And Putin got it in his head to do it, and he did it even when we lost Trump. So... We lost Trump. We threw him out. But uh, well, it's interesting what's going on with that guy. You know, he's like he's like he he is. He just you know, it's like uh, he's like herpes. You know, he uh, you know keeps on giving. That's it. You know, that's the way I would describe him. But you know, moving on to another subject, um, uh, a little bit more exciting. SpaceX just uh, carried a former astronaut up to the uh, up to the space station. And it's a private mission. It's one of the first private missions. And so now, that not SpaceX Elon Musk? Yes. Yeah, did you yeah watch so now they're going back and forth. You know, he's got that reusable rocket, and they're going back and forth to the space station now. They're shuttling people back and forth from the space station. On a side note, didn't Virgin Atlantic stop file for bankruptcy? I, I didn't mean, hear that. I thought they did. I didn't hear that. It's very possible that the, I don't think that did the, the the airline file for bankruptcy or another division. No, the space. The space. The space. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, um, the uh, Virgin Blue, Atlantic Blue is Origin. out of the space business. Uh, Virgin. Blue Origin. That's right. 
No, Blue, Blue Origin or, no. is Jeff Bezos, and they just got the contract for the moon lander. It's oh, a okay. Virgin Orbit. Virgin Orbit. Yeah, but Blue Origin is Beth as Jeff Bezos, and like I said, NASA just picked them to do the moon lander. So which is really cool. Um, you know, it's uh, if you if you want to, you know, go to space, now is the time to buy your ticket. You know, that's it. I don't think uh, I'm ever going to oh, get up oh, there, but oh. it would be really cool. Who are the private, um, the private citizens that we? I don't know. I mean, they they didn't call me personally to ask for my permission, so I don't know who they are. But I'm sure. I just is. heard. I just heard on our local news station a couple of days ago that there was just a spaceship that went up to. I want to say the spaceship or space station. I think it was from Russia. Or overseas somewhere, and it was like two astronauts and then a civilian that paid somewhere like five million dollars or five hundred thousand dollars. It was a huge amount to go up to the space station to see it. Was that it was it actual Saudi civilian, Arabia or something like that. It was somewhere in the Middle East. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Some, yeah, it wasn't in the U.S., but it was somewhere overseas. I don't know if it was Russia or Saudi Arabia or whatever, but it was like two normal, like two actual astronauts, and then a civilian who. You know, obviously he had to go through the training and all the protocols, but he paid a big number to take a ride up there to go see the space station and be in outer space. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What can I say about that? Nothing. All right, we're moving on. All right. You know, what was I going to say? So, uh, boy, all of a sudden I just got mental block. Unusual for me, but all right, what the hell? kind of interesting you know the space the the way the, the way space is going and meanwhile france just banned domestic flights that are served by the high speed rail train system that more than 2.5 hours so if, if it's under 2.5 hours there's not going to be any more flights you're going to have to take high speed rail and you know america doesn't have anything to worry about with that because we don't have any high speed rail I thought, yet. I thought Musk <laughs> was building one. Uh, Wasn't there a high speed rail going from LA to Vegas? I think it's yes. from Valencia, California to somewhere, right? Well, yeah, it's, going, it's, it's going from Vegas and then it's stopping in uh, Victorville and then it's going to, um, I think, Riverside and then you have to transfer to the trains there to go to downtown Los Angeles. Really stupid. Yeah, That's it's real stupid. That's how it's going to be. They're supposedly building one in Texas from Dallas to Houston. But we're so far behind the curve right now in regarding that. But maybe maybe now with all this money of Build Back America, you know, that they've they've just passed in Congress that we'll be able to get some high speed rail because I mean, the high speed rail is really cool. If you've never ridden on a high speed railroad, it is really, really amazing. It's very, very amazing. Uh, speaking of railroad, I mean, it's kind of on the subject, but did you hear about, I think it was Union Pacific? They said they lost like some 60,000 pounds of, I think, nitrate ammonia between, I think it was out in California somewhere. It was like going from one station to another and somewhere between they lost 60,000 pounds of it or whatever, or 60,000 gallons of uh, nitrate ammonia that could be used as, to build like, you know, a bomb or fertilizer. But they don't think it was actually stolen. They think it was just a leak in the car. Well, there you go. The you got uh, to call Warren Buffett. He'll have the answer for that because he, I think he owns all the railroads in the United States. 
You know, Jan, you know, sitting in a train doing 300 kilometres an hour or whatever that is in 200 miles an hour or whatever it is, I struggle with that. That, that Like I just think like planes are good because they're up in the air, but if, that are tr those trains that are travelling at that speed, it just, I always keep thinking when it goes wrong, it's going to go wrong. I mean, the um, it's just so fast. The, you know, uh, it's just like, it's like the airlines. You know, you hear of a crash and you go, oh, my God, Flying is not safe, and then you realize there's a hundred thousand flights a day. Hey, yeah. It's the same thing with these trains. When was the last time you heard a high speed train? I'm not talking about freight, but a high speed train having an accident. You just don't yeah. hear it. Yeah. No. And the reason why is the reason why Wayne is because they're they're on magnetic rails, and the mag and, and basically it's impossible for them to fall off the rail, you know. And because there's because there's so few of them. The, the problem of running into another train or backing into another train is non-existent. So at this point in time, I would think that probably the safest travel that you could do would be on high-speed trains, but they're so limited. Yeah. And you know? the second safest is, uh, they said the second safest travel is actually air travel. They said, yeah, you have plane crashes and everything, but they said there's so few and far between. Yeah. Like the you US said, you got 100,000 flights a day, out and, of 100,000 flights, one plane crashes. And the U.S. goes through, the U.S. goes through sometimes three and four years without a, a single death on commercial aviation. Yep. Yeah, they I mean, where, you hear about, where you hear about those crashes is over, you don't hear much about the U.S. because they're very seldom happen, but they're always overseas somewhere. And Well, all know, I recommend, if you don't want to get crashed, don't take Malaysian air. That's all I could say, you know. Uh, exactly. You know. I agree. <laughs> you know, that's it. Stay off of Malaysian air. You know, that's it. You know, um, they haven't had a crash in the last couple of uh, months, I believe. But, uh, you know, uh, that's 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 good for their track record. Um, well, we're coming near the end of the our time. So even though I have a couple of stories I want to talk about, we'll wait till next week to bring them up. One is about shoplifting uh, and the other one is about QR codes in restaurants. So uh, before we say goodbye to everybody else, uh, just remember, subscribe, uh, come and join the panel. Just uh, send us a, a DM from anywhere you're watching the show and we'll send you a link on how to join us on the panel. Uh, today's been a great day. Um, went, time went by very, very fast. We covered more stories than I can even imagine. And I wanna thank everybody for being on the panel. Uh, before we say goodbye to social media, is there anybody that wants to say anything to anybody uh, out there on social media? Hey, David, uh, you should do a, do a tour of Jan's house for everybody so everybody can see what Jan's house looks like in Vegas. He just did, he just spun the camera around. You were paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> You're muted. You're muted. I thought we were already off in my head. I, I screwed up. I was going to do it after you signed. Let up. me give you the address. And my address is on Holly Ridge Road. No, okay, no, that's not where I live. Um, but by the way, um, so <laughs> I want you all to have a very, very happy and a safe week. And we will. This is 157th meeting. Today is what May 24th, uh, my cousin's birthday. So happy birthday, Barry. Oh, happy and... birthday, FJ. <laughs> oh, FJ's birthday. birthday too? Yeah. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, FJ. Happy birthday. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. We're going to stay in the room. Just remember, we come in early. We stay late. But uh, you only get an hour. So that's all you're getting, social media. And we're out of here. Remember, you make it happen. Be safe. Stay healthy. And we will see you again 
uh, for the 158th version of our current event show. Oh, by the way, did you guys see the new logo? I love it. I love it. You know, and if you look at the logo, you'll see all of the stories we covered. Artificial intelligence created the car with the coffee cup and everything else like that. So remember to click the like button, subscribe, and we will talk to you again next week. Bye now. And we are off the air.